Time to talk about the Lions. Unbelievable game yesterday. They looked as good as I've ever seen them look in a half outside of finishing a couple of scoring drives, and that was in all phases. And then I thought it was going to be the same old Lions when they allowed Carson Wentz and the Commanders to come back. But then the Lions did something Dan Campbell alluded to at the end in the locker room where when it looked like it was unraveling, they weren't the same old Lions. They found a way to get it done. Goff made some big throws. Uh, The offensive line was just out of this world considering uh, the injuries. So total team effort. Uh, Lions, even their record at 1-1, one and one, and that place was rocking yesterday. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast you can find on YouTube. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast. He's standing by on the Meyer guest sign. And, you know, Jeff, we talked last week about a must-win Sunday. We talked about wanting to see how this team improved from week one. And the bottom line is, even with massive injuries to the O-line, this team has scored 71 points in two games. Yeah, and it's uh, first off, thanks for having me back, and it's good to be with you talking about a win. Uh, we did talk about how it needed to be a win, and they went out and got it. 71 points, that's the same amount that the Chiefs have scored. Uh, the teams that have played two games are the only teams that have done that. Uh, they, they lead the league. They're the, to give you an idea, the entire NFC West, no team has scored more than 49 so they're they're cranking it out there. They they extended a bunch of streaks. I want to go back to something you said there about not not being the same old Lions. I watched games yesterday where the Dolphins beat the Ravens. That's a good Ravens team um, coming back by by scoring four touchdowns in the fourth quarter to win. The Jets came back against a, a very good Browns defense um, and scored twice in the final two minutes to seize a win. You know, you, you saw other teams. Uh, that you expect to not be that kind of team, um, give it up and give give games away. And the Lions, I mean, <laughs> I felt it too, man. <laughs> when they when they scored that touchdown, um, and then they went for two uh, before they went for the two point conversion. I'm I'm rolling my eyes, I'm like, oh no. Uh, but they give Dan Campbell and give that defense and the offense credit. They didn't quit. They adjusted. They adapted. They kept their foot on the gas, and they went out and got a win. Um, on a day where it wasn't easy to do that around the league. So I'm very impressed by what I saw yesterday. Well, you can make the argument that one of the top receivers in the league is Brown, and Swift stands alone, I think, as the best running back in the NFL after two weeks. I know we got a couple of Monday night games uh, tonight, but Skipper, that offensive line, the way uh, they adjusted, uh, God, the play calling, some that worked, some that didn't, like the double pass, I – you know, I, I didn't have a lot to complain about outside the fact in the second half I was worried they were going to, you know, prevent, switch up what they were doing when it was working, do the typical NFL, we got a big lead, we just want to get out of here uh, with the win. But then when it got close, uh, they made some plays, uh, they got it done. Hutchinson was playing hurt. By the way, any update on, it looked like a twisted ankle. I, again, I was sitting up in the club seats, but it, it, he still played through it. I saw him in the postgame celebration. He didn't look like he was in major pain. Any update on his injury? He'll be fine. He, yeah. uh, he's it, 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 it's it's playing football is what what it was, and he played through it. Uh, and, and by the way, that's that's a little bit of an example. Um, there's a lot of Lions fans that are grumbling, uh, and I hear y'all. Uh, you know, Jonah Jackson's out with a finger injury. 
Uh, I think you're going to hear that that finger injury is a lot worse than, than what you might expect it to be from a, a this isn't a hangnail, folks. This is something that's pretty serious. Uh, but, but this is an example of, of Hutchinson being a leader and showing, hey, you know, we are tough. We're going to play through this. If we can get out there and, and be out there, we're going to be out there and give it everything that we've got. But he did a really good job of that. Uh, he, he played such a whale of a game. Three sacks. Uh, he only actually created one of them on his own, but uh, that, that's exactly what you want. You want a guy who can finish plays. Uh, and, and defense finishing plays was something that we saw a lot more yesterday than we did a week ago. I, I was very happy with the tackling. I thought the linebackers, specifically Alex Anzalone, played better than they did against Philadelphia. I think Deshaun Elliott at safety had a much better game. Uh, now, now, some of that's the fact that you're going against a quarterback in, in Carson Wentz who's it's where he can run. He's afraid to run uh, because he gets hurt all the time. I, I thought having a more static quarterback gave the Lions defense a lot more options. And I think you, you saw that maybe Philadelphia was a bit of an anomaly. That, and, and we're going to watch them tonight against Minnesota. Uh, that, that's a really good offense. And I, I don't think that Lions fans accepted that as well. And I think they do now. I think now they're starting to see, okay, this defense, they can do some things. That they, they play very well against a pretty good Washington team. We all know Terry McLaurin's great. Uh, Antonio Gibson out of the backfield is a really good runner. Run defense, 37 yards on 17 carries by running backs yesterday. That is getting the job done. Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, joining us here on the HUGE show across Michigan. That first half, uh, and outside of maybe leaving 10, 12, 13 points on the board, whatever, give or take with that safety, maybe 12, uh, that was as good of a half as I've seen the Lions play in a long time. I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm uh, 22 nothing. They didn't get a first down on their first five drives. Washington didn't. Mm. Uh, and, and it was fun. Um, yeah, that, the end zone passes would have been great. Would have been nice to get a touchdown there. But you know what? I, I that, That's where Jared Goff can still improve. I think he had a, a, otherwise a very strong game. Uh, you take out the, the first drive and then the, the first drive of the second half, um, where they went three and out. I thought golf was really, really good and, and mixed the ball around pretty well. I thought Ben Johnson designed plays well. It, it was, man, that, that was a fun, that was as fun of a half as I can remember of Detroit Lions football. And it was, it was done knowing that Washington, like that's a team that won a week ago. That, and, and the team that they beat, by the way, Jacksonville shut out the Colts yesterday. So that, that, that sort of gives a little bit more depth to what, what happened. Man, that was a total team effort, and, and I, was, I was so happy with Dan Skipper um, and, and for Dan uh, after the game. I got to know him a little bit when he was a prospect uh, coming out of Arkansas at the Shrine game. I got to interview him down there, spent about 15 minutes talking with him uh, with our toes in the sand at the beach there. Just a fantastic guy. I, 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 I almost cried, honestly, watching the, the post-game reaction for him. That is, that is what Dan Campbell is all about, and that is why players want to come here, and that's why they believe in Dan Campbell, the, the way that that was handled. Uh, and I thought, I thought Skipper himself did a pretty good job with that, too. Well, you could see he was touched when the players in the post-game celebration in the Lions locker room started chanting his name. Now, that says something. I, a guy who was, what, practice squad and then bumped up, and he's getting his name chanted by the team after an NFL win and you know made an NFL roster getting called up for the first time and he played well uh it was it was a unbelievable sunday the the crowd at ford field is as energized as i've ever heard them after two games 
Yeah, and and the, both both the opponents that have been in there have made allusions to that after the game. A couple of the Red, of the I said it, darn Redskins. They are not the Redskins over there. The Commanders. A couple of their players talked about it. A couple of the Eagles players talked about it after that game. Uh, the, the fans are making a difference. It's a it's a legitimate home field advantage. They won a game yesterday where they were favored to win. That's that that's another box you can check off, man. They're, Look, are, are they are they where we need them to be yet? No, they're not. They got a lot of work to do, but it's nice to see the progress. It's nice to taste the victory. This is a game that they needed to win. We talked about it. You know, you can't go zero and two, and and otherwise, all the all the positivity and all the the the, the things that you're trying to instill in these guys, the confidence, it starts to waver. I thought Sean Payton said it very nicely on the Fox Post game yesterday. They needed a win, so they get a taste of the sweetness, uh, and, and they got it, and, and man, that was sweet. It was. Uh, you know, if you have to step back and look at negatives, I didn't like how easy Wentz made it look by just throwing the receivers who were wide open, especially that third quarter. I didn't like that. It reminded me of what the Eagles were doing with A.J. Brown, and I I, that that's my concern, the coverage at corner. Uh, but if they keep the pressure coming, uh, that could really help out the backside, like it did in that first half. And you know, I I, I look at seventy-one points. You know, I, I you and I talked all offseason. I felt this team would have to get into the thirties to win any game, and that's been the case. They came close against the Eagles, and they won with thirty-six. Uh, thank God, on the missed extra point, that could have changed the end of that game. And uh, I'll take it. I'm, I I really want to – the sports radio host to me wants to step back and say, well, I'm used to nitpicking the Lions, but there isn't a lot that I'll say because I still look at this team as 500-ish, which will they get to my 9-8 and eight prediction? Will they be 8-9? Uh, I, I don't think they're there yet, but, man, you can really see the progress from one year to the next. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm, one of the things that I'm curious about, I, I tend to do the film review stuff. Uh, on Tuesdays, I'm really looking forward to seeing the, the difference between wh- what they did in man coverage and what they did in zone coverage. Because in first half, they were in man, yeah. and uh, especially Jeff, Jeff Okuda was great. After that, they went they went into some zone, and you saw you saw what speed can do to to a zone defense. Uh, and then inexperience back there, um, Will Harris. God bless him. He, he played a very good game against the run. Uh, and I think that that did matter, but he got he got exposed a couple of times. You, you see the you see where Washington, their fans are really upset about this game because they thought this is the same old Lions. We're going to go in there, and even after the first half, they were still pretty confident that they could come back and win. Oh, they'll, they'll give it up, and uh, they, they rose up. And I, I'm I'm just you know there there are things to definitely nitpick about that game. Um, it wasn't perfect, but they they did a really good job of playing to the what they needed to do for that specific opponent. One of the quick thing, one penalty for five yards. Penesu got was guilty of a false start on the first drive. It was the second play of the game. After that, they did not have an accepted penalty the rest of the day. That's cleaning up mistakes. That, that, that's good coaching, and that's uh, understanding how to play to the officiating crew that you've got, too. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear weekly on YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions podcast. Joining us on the Meyer guest line. Yeah, I, I like the aggressive man, bring everybody, attack the quarterback. Uh, I'm fine with that. You are going to give up some big plays, but this uh, playing zone and giving up 15-yard chunks uh, just doesn't cut it. I, I'm sure the coaches will see that and adjust, and it will be interesting, Jeff. I'll talk to you later in the week. We'll look ahead uh, to the Minnesota game. 
Absolutely. It's going to be a fun one tonight because you get to watch the team that the Lions played last against the team that the Lions played next. So it's a pretty good game to study tonight. Yeah, a pretty good doubleheader. Tennessee, they're in that similar must-win situation. And you got Minnesota, you know, watching Green Bay, Rodgers, uh, they bounce back. They look like the team we expected. You know, everybody relaxed. And and to get the Vikings again with those receivers, I, I don't think you can play a zone uh, led by receiving core with Jefferson and get away with it. You can't do that. you got to attack Cousins. You have to man-to-man and get to the quarterback before he could set up and throw. And that's what the Lions were doing against Wentz the entire first half, and it was working. It was, and I do hope that they get back to doing that. And, and the pass rush, I loved Deshaun Elliott blitzing up the gut. Amen. And you saw Chris Board, the, the fastest linebacker on the team, um, getting an A-gap blitz. He actually created the first sack for Hutchinson with a blitz that, that Wentz escaped, and then and Hutch cleaned it up. That's the kind of stuff you got to do to the Kirk Cousins of the world. Uh, and you're going to find some success. Uh, it's not going to be easy. Minnesota's a really, really dynamic offensive team. Don't forget about Dalvin Cook in the backfield. They're good. You're going to have to outscore that team, and that's where those red zone possessions are going to have to be more critical. Can't be kicking 30-yard field goals against the Vikings and expect to win. you you got to, you got to cash in. They did a fantastic job of it in the first week. Yesterday wasn't quite as sharp. If they can meet that in the middle, I think they'll be okay. Jeff Risden, we'll talk later in the week, my friend. My, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. All right, Jeff Risden, one of our Lions insiders, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line and Meyer. Proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. Get all your Lions gear inside your local Meyer.